Welcome to the Business of Beverages, drinks industry insights with makers, marketeers, and mischief. Hello, and welcome to the Business of Beverages podcast, where every second week, myself and Will P. Keating take each other on in a battle of wits to see who can guess the other's beverage. Will, how are you doing? I'm excellent. I'm doing very, very well, Foxy. How are you? I'm good. Did you have a lovely Father's Day? I had a fantastic Father's Day. My Father's Day started with pancakes in bed by my children. That's quite impressive. What was more impressive was that they were edible and actually very, very tasty. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I had a column the Caterpillar uh, chocolate cake, and I'm not complaining about that at all. <laughs> well, it is all worked out. It's all coming up, Foxy and Will, for us. It is. It is. Um, so anyway, are you ready to quiz? I am so quiz ready. Well, you were you were kind of born quiz ready. <laughs> I do love a quiz. You do, you do. So on that note, Will, would you like to ask the questions first or answer them? I'm going to ask them because the truth is that I have also been indulging in my Father's Day pursuits by attending a sports club end of season event, whereupon the coaches of um, who I'm one of um, had a few pints. So. My my objective is to ask the questions quickly and then to fall asleep before bedtime. Excellent. Can I just remind you, this is exactly what happened on the last quiz episode as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, I volunteer for lots of sports. Therefore, I have lots of end of season events to attend. Listen, I'm not, I'm not judging. Like you did win the last time as well. So, you know, <laughs> it, it doesn't hinder your performance in any way. Oh, it probably does. Okay, Mr. Quizmaster. Hit me with your first one. Okay. So for five points, this non-alcoholic beverage is mostly consumed in alcoholic beverages. Non-alcoholic beverage, mostly consumed in alcoholic beverages. Is it grenadine? That's a wonderful guess. No, it is not. You're absolutely right. You hardly ever hear of anybody drinking grenadine unless it's in a tequila sunrise or some other stupid colorful drink. Exactly. It doesn't seem to be used in anything outside of alcohol. No. So according to the latest statistics, about 60% of the production of this particular non-alcoholic beverage goes into the production of alcoholic beverages. So happy to give you another guess if the 60% helps. Uh, it doesn't. Okay. So I'll move on to the next clue. But I appreciate that. So for four points, this beverage is consumed almost exclusively in North America. And when I say North America, I mean geographical North America. Which leads me to believe you may be talking about Canada more so than the US. Hmm. What is a particularly popular... Well, there's, there's no way 60% of maple syrup ends up in alcoholic beverages. <laughs> no, I, I would say... Yeah, another clue will reveal a little bit more detail, but fully, I fully mean North America. Oh, cryptic. Very cryptic. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to get it in this one. I'm going to have to move on to the next one. Mm, okay. This beverage is a mainstay of cocktails, such as the Caesar, which includes vodka, or a Michaela, uh, which includes beer. So it is often mixed with beer in a certain North American country and often mixed with vodka in a different North American country to make different types of cocktails. 
Okay, so there's a non-alcoholic ingredient in a Caesar, but I don't know what I call it a beverage. Like, it's, it's definitely liquid. Yeah. And, and good luck to anybody who consumes it as a beverage. Yes. Nor- mostly used in food, I would have thought, which is Worcester sauce. No. <laughs> keep, 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 let's keep exploring that point. Oh. So what else? What else? Go- if you're familiar with a Caesar, so what else goes into a Caesar? Well, there's, this, there's like a Caesar mix. Well, we're not talking uh, Caesar salad now. We're talking yeah. very like a Caesar cocktail. Yeah, no, there's like a Caesar. Like it's it's like a oh my god, I can't remember what what it is. Um, but it, it it's like loads of bars in, in North America, uh, US particularly. It's like a premix thing that goes into it for speed yes. of service, which is how I came across it most. Um, uh, I. I'm kind of stuck on Worcester sauce now. Uh, I can't really move past it. Uh, oh, oh, no, hang on. Oh, no, it's it's a god awful thing. Um, I, it's it, oh my, my god! Like every every Sunday in Boston, it was like Bloody Mary season. Yes, I yes, yes. You cannot, cannot stand them. Is it like the the tomato juice? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Congratulations. Yes, that god awful stuff. It's it, it's horrific. It's just horrific. I, anybody who enjoys a Bloody Mary, fair play to you because it is not for me. <laughs> yeah. So the answer, if you're listening, thinking, what are they talking about? The answer is clamato. Uh, sometimes referred to as clamato juice, but of course you can't juice a clamato. So clamato is a proprietary mix of clam flavorings and juice and tomato juice. Um, and it's, it is exactly as delicious as that sounds. <laughs> it's a weird, weird thing. Uh, it is sometimes used in Bloody Marys, but more particularly it's used in Caesars uh, or in those uh, Mexican beer and Clamato mixes, uh, Michaela's, which are, I'm not even pronouncing that right. I know I'm not pronouncing that right, but the point is they're weird, weird things with an unusual... Anywhere in a beverage. Yeah. Yeah, so th- I'm going to give you a full three points for that because it was a hard one and, and that was just a weird, weird mix of stuff to do. So Clamato or Clamato oh. juice. What was it? What was the, the two point and the one point? Uh, this beverage is most popular in Mexico and Canada and less so in the USA. It's kind of an unusual thing where it's hugely popular in Mexico and quite popular in Canada and in the US. Uh, you know, it tends to be Mexican-Americans and Canadian-Americans who, who actually buy and uh, consume it. Interesting. And the last point was that the current trademark is owned by Mott's, who have sued many others and infringed its Amato turf. So uh, they've sued lots of people like uh, who've produced beef Amato and other Amato drinks. So Clamato and other drinks are, are being protected vigorously by Mott's. Okay, so if you are tempted to start mixing stuff and selling an Amato, do your legal research first is what you're saying. Yeah, oyster amato, I presume, is protected somewhere by that kind of, you know, overzealous legal protection. Yeah, but uh, but if you do, go ahead, uh, let us know because that was definitely an interview we'd like to do on the on the show. <laughs> 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 How I took on the tomato kingpins and won is a definite uh, episode title that will bring in the listeners. Yeah, so congratulations, three points. That's a that's a great one. You dug that out uh, as soon as you said Bloody Marys and awful tasting stuff. Yes. I knew exactly it, you were on the right line. Yes, because I quite like Worcester sauce, actually. Um, yes. It's a, it's a tomato mix still. Not, not for me. Not for me. Uh, all right, Will, are you ready to answer a couple of questions? 
I'm going to try my best. Okay. All right. So for five points, Will, this beverage uh, allegedly originated in Austria, in Vienna, in either the late 1600s or early 1700s. Hmm. You say Austria, I immediately think of Govinda. Oh, that's a that's quite a interesting choice. It's not Govinda, um, but uh, it's been a long time since I've heard about Govinda. Govinda is some kind of chocolate liqueur type thing, which I don't know why, but I associate it with Austria. It, it has something to do with. Austria. Maybe there's nothing to do with Austria, but maybe I was stuck in an airport in Salzburg one time and I looked at Govinda for too long. But I thought Govinda when you said Austria. Yeah, interesting guess. It's, it's wrong, but a good, good mention of Govinda uh, on the podcast, I think. So obviously originated in Austria in late 1600s, early 1700s. However, it gained uh, huge popularity in Italy after World War One, particularly around the Trieste area, uh, and allegedly had its first outing in the US in New York City in 1927. Mm. So something that might be uh, it's not another bloody Italian quote unquote liqueur because haven't we had all the Italian liqueurs <laughs> and yet you want to just keep cropping up oh like oh my god uh, don't know gonna say grappa uh, not not grappa but the uh, the, the next clue this, I, I admit these, these are quite cryptic uh, so, so the next clue might steer you down a different direction a lesser consumed cold version of this beverage is called a freddo oh oh i'm gonna kick myself i I don't know the answer but oh (sighs) all i can think of is the chocolate bar (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> the first thing I thought of when I saw it as well. Uh, just to put you at rest, it has nothing to do with the chocolate bar. Uh, yeah, but like, um, oh, so you said the less, the less popular version of this drink. Uh, it's, it's it's so so unpopular. I wouldn't say unpopular, but so less known that I only discovered this today while researching. Um, is served cold and is called a freddo. So I, yeah. So I would focus on temperature here rather than fresh. Yeah, yeah. So, so therefore, the most popular version of this drink is hot. Yes. So, what drinks are hot? And I, anything that originated in Austria became popular in Italy, and is now renowned for being a hot beverage. Jenny, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm struggling. Ah. Oh. Uh, coffee. Stupid answer. No, it's wrong. You're 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 edging very close to. So very so, close uh, I'm, I'm, I'm edging very close to. Very close to. Cloister being your next clue. In that oh, the name, very the, good. The, the, the name derives from the color of the habits worn by a certain order of monks. <sighs> cappuccino. It's a cappuccino. Ah. Oh, I'm raging. I'm absolutely fucking raging. I should have known that so much sooner. Yeah. yeah. Capuchin monks um, who wear a combination of like a, a, a gray um, and brown habit that makes them look like capuchin, uh, capuchin uh, monkeys, which looks like cappuccino. 
Oh, that I'm raging, raging. Exactly. So cappuccino freddo is the more popular in, in Greece than than Italy. But yeah, Austria famed for coffee houses throughout the, the year. So yes, it, uh, took took off there. Um, and then the the final clue for one point would have been. The description in the World Barista Championships asks for a coffee and milk beverage that should produce a harmonious balance of rich, sweet milk and espresso. Well, a narrow victory for Foxy. Congratulations. Well done. I have to say, I, I, I'm I, raging. I should have been on that a little bit sooner, a little bit quicker, but it's a great, uh, totally non-alcoholic um, shot off this week. Yeah, completely by accident. So you know, real maybe maybe the real friends are the non-alcoholic drinks that we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is that we'd much rather drink a cappuccino than a clamato. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ihua Foxy. All right, well, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded. So we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at BizBevPod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash BizBevPod. Hello and welcome to the business of beverage. Oh, business model. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you one job. Uh, I gave you job. one job. The answer is not Bovril. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's try that again. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the business of beverage. <laughs> this is going to make an even better outro. <laughs> Just make this the whole episode. <laughs> oh, God, I've got the gig now. <laughs> <laughs>